Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So thanks, Tegan, for joining me today. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Not too bad. I'm loving your gaming headset. Oh, thanks so much. It's actually definitely mine, not my husband's. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Clearly not your husband's. No, no. So let's get into it. So what was your view of money growing up? Uh, my view of money was that, um, so my parents didn't have any real extra money lying around much of the time. It was their savings weren't a big priority for them. It was more just like a week to week kind of thing. Um, My dad went back to uni when I'm the eldest of four kids. So dad went back to uni once three of us were born. So they were pretty tight just because of that. Um, My younger siblings definitely um, had a bit more, like they had private schools and stuff and I was just public, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but no, it was, it was a really good upbringing, but like I said, money wasn't something that we threw around to like frequently. Um, but I always saw how hard my parents worked for it. So I was, I always knew, um, that money didn't come for free and things didn't come for free. Like you had to work for it. Um, you had to work for the money that you needed to get the stuff that you wanted. Um, and sometimes you just had to wait for what you wanted as well. So yeah. I think that was pretty huge. Did you see your parents like, uh, or did they teach you how to um, manage it or budget? Like, or um, did you just look from the sidelines? Yeah, I kind of just watched what they were doing. Like we always were told how much things cost. Like I was never under any illusions that things were cheaper than what they were or I definitely knew the value of a dollar pretty early on. I always remember them that the way they budgeted was like they had a little lockbox that they keep in like safe places like on top of the fridge where nobody could see it. And I had um, like Ziploc bags in it and they had written on them like groceries, petrol, haircuts, all those different things and they'd put money, like cash in them every payday. Um, And I remember seeing it when it was full and then when it was empty and obviously now I know that it was like payday and end of the week or end of the fortnight or whatever. But that's what I always remember them doing. So, like, I remember when we go grocery shopping, mum would take that Ziploc bag with her. And so there was always limits on everything. Um, mm. And I knew, like, if we needed new shoes, like, mum had figured out that, like, you know, at this point in the year we probably all need new shoes. So that's she had the money for that. But then I never thought, thinking back on my childhood now, I don't think about the other shoes that I didn't get to get and things like that. It was more... I had just got new shoes and I needed them. And so we never wanted for anything, but like yeah. I said, there wasn't extra floating around. All that upbringing, you seeing how your parents managed money, you watched them, but I don't, by the sounds of it, they didn't go into debt, use credit cards, any of that stuff. Do you think yourself, are you a spender or saver by nature? Definitely a spender. Definitely a spender. For and sure, what a, yeah. <laughs> you're my friend. And <laughs> what about your husband? Um, he's a spender as well. So I think that's what got us in the debt that we were in. Um, so like, uh, we both like nice things. 
Like I would, I'm definitely a quality over quantity kind of person. Yeah, same. Um, and that's hard when you're at uni and you're earning a whole lot and it's really hard for me to be like, oh, just get that $10 top from Kmart instead of the $50 one that I love. Like it's that mindset is really hard for me to switch into. So I think that's, yeah, we're both de- both definitely spenders and we, um, at a few years ago, we definitely had that very like, oh, what the hell mentality about like, oh, we'll just live, you know, we're, we're not going to save much anyway. We might as well spend it on what we like to do. And <laughs> a bit of that YOLO attitude for money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't helpful. But, yeah, definitely both spenders. And what do you both do for work? Um, I'm a teacher and um, Daniel works in youth detention. So he's a um, youth support worker at a juvenile detention centre. Right. So you've got pretty good salaries realistically. Yeah. Well, now we do. This This is the first year that I graduated last year. So this is my first year. Well, sorry. I graduated 2018. Yes. So muddled up now that the new is here. Yeah. Um, so last year was my first year working full-time, one job, and having that decent salary. And Daniel just got his job in July. Yeah, so great. it's only been a good six months where we've both been earning a good amount of money. How old are both of you? We're both 27. What are your pay frequencies? How often, like, do you get paid weekly or fortnightly, monthly? Yeah, we both get paid fortnightly on the same fortnight. Oh, that's Almost handy. on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you had 20 grand worth of debt. Yes. What was it for and what um, was it on? Yeah, so we had three different debts. Um, one, the biggest one was a loan that we had to take out um, when we got married. So we had budgeted to um, pay all our wedding off in like fortnightly instalments, like over, because I was still at uni when we got married. So we had very, like I had spreadsheets and the whole lot. Like I love that structure. I think that's why I like the spending plan. But I had full spreadsheets, like money going in and out all the time. Um, and then two things happened very close to each other. So Daniel broke his leg. He cracked his um, femur, tibia um, playing footy. So he Ouch. couldn't work for nearly three months. And that wow. was like, that was about three and a half months before our wedding. And then um, a week before he broke his leg, his parked car got totaled um, by this guy and the guy died. <laughs> he was what driving. The heck? Yeah, it was insane. So. Oh. We didn't see money for that for ages because they had to do a coroner's report and all of this stuff. How was, traumatic. Oh, it was crazy. So those two things happening very close to each other right when all our bills were due kind of put us, we were like in a bit of trouble. So we didn't really want to ask for money from our parents because they always had already given us a bit towards the wedding. So, yeah. How much do you think um, the wedding was in total? Total the wedding was... About 38000 in total. Yeah, nice. I would say. Yeah. And um, then so the at, at the start of 2019, I guess the debt left over from a yes. bit of wedding debt, being off work and yeah. odds and ends was yeah. around twenty grand. Yeah. 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 So we had that debt and then we had a credit card as well. Yeah. That was just stupid. But Do you still have the credit card? <laughs> no, cut that up. <laughs> <laughs> but they're such a blessing to everyone's oh, life, aren't they? Yeah, they're so exciting to use. Like your bank balance stays the same. You get everything that you want. I don't know why everyone doesn't use them. But <laughs> totally. So yeah. what, like before 2019 mm-hmm. or I guess at the start of last year when and before you did the spending plan, like how were you managing money before and what was your strategy to pay down the debt? Um, well, I reckon about well, 
Uh, the 2017 beginning 2018, my brother-in-law showed me the Barefoot Investor book. Sure. So I read that and I really liked it because I was looking for something because I felt very out of control um, because I was working three jobs, like full-time uni, like it was, and I felt like my money was just going everywhere, going away. Yeah, it was frustrating. So, um, yeah, he showed me that and I was like, oh, this is good. Like it was simple and I could, I understood it and it made sense to me. So I started doing that and that was good. It was helpful to start with a, start with something, but it was really hard to personalize it. Like I found that difficult, like, cause my income was so sporadic and always changing. It was frustrating to me. Like when I had a really good week, I'd feel really rich. And then when I like didn't, while I was on like a tighter two month placement where I didn't work. So I, like we just had no money because back then Danny was working in retail and like we just, yeah. So that was helpful, but similar to what my parents were like when I was little, we just didn't have anything spare. Like literally everything was bills, groceries, and then a little bit of fun kind of thing. So that was, we didn't really have a payment strategy. We paid everything on time. Like we just paid minimum on everything. But if we kept doing that, it would have taken 10 years to pay the mm. stuff off. So yeah, that absolutely wasn't ideal. So where did you hear about my spending plan? Like what um, brought you to that in July of last year? Sure. I was looking, um, I was actually searching like Apple Podcasts just for a podcast about money. Right. And I just found My Millennial Money and started listening. Um, and then you heard you talking about the spending plan. So I was like, well, why the hell not? And so um, it was actually... I think I bought it when there was like a like a promotion or something, and it was cheaper. Yeah, I think it was like fifty dollars or something. I got yeah. I can't remember how much. Yeah, I so if you're it. listening to this, you know, I advertise it on the web for sixty nine dollars, but yeah. anyone who listens to the podcast in the show notes, there's a promo code uh, because I want to, you know, treat people who you know listen to my stuff. So yeah, and that definitely, yeah, exactly. That was definitely the thing that got me in like to for sure do it so yeah I just heard about it on the podcast and so I looked at it and I was like yeah sure why not so did it yeah. um loved it how long after you purchased the spending plan did it take you guys to feel a sense of control progress normalization or whatever that vibe is yeah I think on a day-to-day it was pretty soon because yeah. it kind of because I started it right when Daniel first got his job. So Perfect. it was the first time that we both had, like we earned, I think we both earned pretty like 70, 70K a year, both of us. So it was the first time that that had ever happened ever in life and that was a consistent income. So it helped me straight away because I my main motivation was to not necessarily pay off my debt but to not be stupid with my money. Like I didn't want to waste this awesome income that we all of a sudden had worked for really hard and we had. So um, that was my main motivation. It kind of helped me to like sort it all out without having to overthink everything. Um, yes. But I think for the, I reckon the first maybe month I felt really good about the spending side of it. Like I, did, I stopped feeling guilty about what I was spending. I stopped like double checking with Daniel every time I wanted to spend money. Like I felt bad every time I would spend money, but then a few weeks in, I was like, oh, no, this is fine. I'm actually not spending all of my money. It's mm. actually everything else is away elsewhere and my spending is just what I, whatever I want pretty much. Yeah. So that, I felt that pretty soon after. And when I talk about the blow account, do you guys have the one account with two cards and share that account or do you, yeah. uh, did you split it? No, you- no, we have one. We've had a joint accounts for 
six years. So it wasn't um, any, it wasn't a question or anything new to us. But um, yeah, so we just have the one account, um, and we're just aware that the other person is going to use it as well. Like we're, we're pretty practiced in that, so that wasn't any sort of juggling. But yeah, so we've got we actually have um, in our blog. Um, we're with Macquarie with our Blow account. Oh, how do you find Macquarie? I've been meaning to look at them. Yeah, it's very similar to ING. Right. Super right. similar. Yeah. The setup and the app and everything is is pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, great. Um, I don't really know how I got onto it. Probably their advertising. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you need personal advertising and actually a friend of mine, shout out Sammy, if you're listening, she's about to be the face of Macquarie for their advisor stuff. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Probably Sammy. sneaky advertising that I forgot that I saw. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I find them really good, very yeah. easy. But, um, yeah, so we have um, like a blow account. We have two accounts in it, like one that we put because we decided because um, one of the um, other accounts is like gifts and clothes and stuff. Yes. And we just put gifts money in that and then we separate clothes money into our Blow account. Yeah. So we have like a separate account in our Macquarie account that has our, it's very confusing how I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has our clothes money and then the other account has the rest of our Blow money because we like clothes. So like it's, that's something that we wanted to have access to. Yeah, and I guess... I, I don't teach this in the course because I don't want to overcomplicate it. But once you got a system and you, you've got your own rhythm and behaviors going. So my blow accounts with UpBank and mm. they've got a little saver, up saver or whatever. I've got a savings account um, connected to my blow account, which is almost short-term blow savings. So if I have a light week and I've got a hundred dollars left from blow, I move it over to the blow savings account. And like once they built up to like $700 and then something came up and I wanted to have fun or something with some friends, I knew that, oh, hang on, I've got actually $700 worth of blow money. Now, yeah. I wouldn't be doing that strategy if you're trying to get out of debt or you've got some hardcore goals, but I kind of have a, I guess, an unadvertised, untaught little sub short, short, short term savings account connected to my blow account so kind of similar to what you've done yeah we just wanted a bit more access to that um and then also easier to hone down on the spending and clothes because it was a bit crazy at one yeah. point so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so were there but, any uh surprises that you found about your own money when completing the spending plan that we had more than i thought we did left yeah. over we yeah. were definitely spending more than we should have been that we needed to I think, and I think just because it was there, we were spending it because it was there. We could see yeah. it. Yeah, um, there was a guy who wrote into me recently, I think he's in Brisbane, I forget his name. They had, when they did the spending plan, they had a spare $500 a week. Mm. And it's just crazy. So I always say the first thing to do if you want to pay rise is to is to do a, a good quality spending plan. And yeah, give yourself a pay rise. And totally, <laughs> totally. With your money, it sounds like you're both on board before mm. the spending plan, as in you're both on the same page with money, albeit that we had crazy ad hoc income and yeah. crazy bills, but there was never any kind of relationship tension around money. Uh, no, not really. We both were either real flippant at the same yeah. time um, or, I mean, yeah. I definitely was more interested in it as far as like I'm I'm definitely the one that is in charge of like setting up all the direct debits and things, but that's just because that's how my brain works. Whereas yep. like 
Daniel's full, he was really supportive in it. Like he was all on board and stuff, but more than happy for me to set all that stuff up. Cause I feel like even if he had done it, I would have wanted to look at it as well. Whereas he's just like, yeah, cool. Whatever you do is fine with me. But like, even when we did the spending plan, I would like watch the videos and things and then pause it and then like sub- summarize it to him and be like, this is what it was said. La, la, la. Um, Cause I was listening to the podcast, but it's different than me, me telling him, than him hearing it from someone else that's like a professional. So it was yeah. kind of good for him to get both of the sides of it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And so you use um, Macquarie for your blow account. What do yeah. you use for the Cash Hub and the other savings accounts? We use ING yeah, for sweet. those. Yeah. Sweet. So when paying off the debt, so we've gone into the start of last year. Yeah. Like, did you find you had to sacrifice anything to pay off that debt or was it a matter of, oh, we actually had the income, the spending plan helped us actually just manage it and we just yeah. put the leftover and pump the debt? How was that strategy? We definitely had to sacrifice things. It was more about um, what we wanted to do last year. We had to just decide not to. Um, like we wanted to travel and we just didn't um, and we wanted to start saving for a house and we just didn't because there was no point because we had so much debt. And so we had to get out of that headset of this is what we want to do and like and really just choose what we needed to do with our money before we could do anything else. Um, so it was a bit of a sacrifice in it wasn't a fun year with money. Like we didn't get to save up to go on a cool holiday or really like spend lavishly on anything exciting because we our focus was paying down the debt and I had to remind myself a lot of the time that that's what we were doing because you don't see it like I wanted to find a good balance in between checking it and seeing the progress and then also not checking it every single day and being really like oh it's not going down at all so yeah that's this that was definitely the biggest sacrifice was like we didn't really get to do anything exciting last year um yeah so it was a bit of a yeah you had to choose we had to choose and practicality of the spending plan, do you upload the spreadsheet on Google Sheets or are you storing it locally on your um, both. Yeah, both. sweet. So sweet. Um, I use Google, on my work laptop, I have I use Google um, everything for work. Yep. So I um, put it on there initially just so I could use it on all computers, like if I'm yeah. at home or whatever. Um, but then I have a... I like, so I downloaded it twice and I had like an after debt and a before debt spending plan so I could see what was going to happen afterwards and that made me feel good about it kind of thing. So in terms of maintenance, do you just like, so if your health insurance or your car insurance bill or whatever came in, each year are you just logging, well, it hasn't been that long, but do you think you'll just log in and update that line item and do any small tweaks every couple of months? Yeah, I update it all the time. So I change things as soon as anything changes for us. Um, So like as soon as our debts were paid off, I deleted the whole spreadsheet and everyone will look at it again. So like I, yeah. yeah, So, and if Daniel gets like a little pay rise, then I put that in or like my pay just went up a little bit. So I put that in straight away. So it changed, I change it all the time. Um, and then even if I think, if I look at our grocery bills for the last two months and they're less than what I've allocated for, I'll change it. Or if they're more, I'll change it. So, um, it's very easy with all of that. So you can kind of make it super personalized to, yeah. what we needed it to be. And how, like, so it's been six months, you're debt-free. Mm. How are you feeling about money? 
pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm a very impatient person though. Yeah. So now that I'm like, oh, we have no debt, where are all our savings? Like that's kind of where my head's at sometimes. I'm like, yeah. so, because I'm starting from scratch pretty much. Like, and yeah, I think that. it's it's really good that you both, you've just started your careers. You've got the great incomes. Um, you Because in the spending plan, I talked about habits and behaviors. And if you're not mm. careful, you could be 60 years old and still have bad financial habits from uh, in your 20s and you're yeah. like, oh, I want to retire. But it's like, well, you're broke because you've had crappy habits. Habits yeah. and behaviors we can actually change. So I think it's just amazing that you're kind of everything's clear. I've got this picture of you guys. You're at the start of the runway, you know what I mean? And you're yeah. just accelerating, ready to take off. Yeah. And the plane's light because you don't have lots of debt to carry around. Yeah, it's a pretty good feeling. Uh, but, like, someone asked me the other day, they're like, oh, do you wish that you'd lived at home longer? Because I moved out when I was 21. Um, and I really don't think I would have changed that. Like, I think mm. I'm, I love that I got to we got to live together for such a long time and we learned how we could have so much fun with no money. So, like, we know now what we can live on. So, mm. like, I feel like if people remember that every now and then, like if they're in their careers and la, 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 they remember what it was like in uni or, you know, when they're working part-time in retail, it's easier to be grateful for the money that you've got and kind of, I don't know, I find it easier to be less impatient when I'm like, yeah. oh, I remember what it used to be like. But I, mm. I, I, I love what we did at yeah. the beginning. Like it wasn't all the best choices. but. So what are your current financial goals and what's this year look like for both of you? Yeah, so this year we're definitely going to go on a holiday. So that's like our almost like reward for what we did um, last year. So the plan is to go to Japan in July. So that's our immediate goal kind of thing. Great. Um, and then somewhere else in over Christmas and New Year's is where we want to do something. Um, and then from then on it's all about the house. Yeah, perfect. And may I ask in the like um, what's left over column, yeah. How much per week have you got left over? Um, we've got about 800 per week left yeah. over. So um, it's a fair chunk. Yeah. So realistically, so these guys, they could save, you know, if they had a bit of fun this year, went overseas, blah, 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 you know, within two years, well and truly could have at least 50 grand, you know, at least yeah. um, for a home deposit. So I think – and. What it, the cool thing is the spending plan allows you to go, well, hey, we've got $800 left over a week. Within a year, you'd be the best part of 50K. The spending plan allows you to go, well, okay, if we did cut our going out budget or cafe budget by $50 a week, what does that look like? So it just allows exactly. you to, to really play there. So what about emergency fund? What are we doing with that? I know. We saved up like a real like two grand before we started paying off debts and just had that there. Yeah. So we've had that this whole time and um, I'm actually really proud of us for not touching that because there were times where we were like, we could just use it if we wanted to. Even just like when we had 2000 left mm. on the debt, I was like, we should just pay it off quickly. Yeah. But we didn't and it's still there. But um, yeah, I don't really know because I just think because last year we're so boring with money. I feel like yeah. if we're just going to save another emergency fund, it's just going to be another boring. Yeah, it is yeah. boring, but I'd probably say keep saving for the holiday. Like at the end of the day, you've just got to now, we know that we can save at least $800 a week. Yeah. So we've just got to save $800 a week. And by the yeah. end of the year, you should be able to have a good chunk of money saved. 
if there is an emergency tomorrow and you need three grand for a dental implant or something weird like that, well, hey, it's got to come from somewhere. Bill cash hubs allocated, blow accounts allocated, savings, well, it's coming out of the holiday fund. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what would would you suggest to save a bit in both then? Yeah, look, if by the book I would be not saving anything in the holiday account, my reason for living would be to save the emergency fund of three months. (laughs) (laughs) But the only reason why, again, it's this, through this process, we're actually still working on our money habits and behaviours. It's like we're lifting that weight. Because realistically, you go to Japan, let's have a look. So you've got $800, right, Mm. a week. So there's four weeks, 800, 800, two of the weeks of the flights, right? Yeah. $800, $800, $1,600, maybe a hotel, cheap. I don't even know how much anything is. All I'm saying is within three months, you've got a bloody decent holiday saved. Yeah, it's true. So if the emergency fund target, what does the emergency fund target say, like 15 grand for you guys? Yeah, I think 16, I think it says. And that's usually the amount, right? Yeah. You know, I'd probably be going, let's just get 10 weeks or whatever, 11 weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, let's just get it to 10 grand. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you can afford the holiday. That's sure. Press pause for 10 minutes. Yeah. Save, get your holiday done. Yep. Because you do need that emotional like win because life is crap and it's boring. But all I'm saying is you've just got to complete that foundation because when old mate breaks his tibia again or whatever, (laughs) uh, and if he doesn't have any leave, (laughs) we don't want to end up back in debt Yeah, because you've worked so hard to get out of the debt. Hmm. Which leads to my next question. Do you both have income protection? No. No. So, (laughs) so... The reason why this is so important, again, if the worst case happened, we don't want to have to go back into debt to fund our lifestyle, basically, right? I'll give you an example. Is your car insured? Yeah. What's the car worth? Mm, Like $5,000. So you've got comprehensive car insurance? Yeah. So basically what that means is, you don't want to carry the risk if something happened to pay $5,000 out of your own pocket. Is that a fair yes, statement? Yes. Because that's how the insurance works. Yeah. So if you're earning 70 grand a year and you got really ill and you couldn't work for a year, you're saying at the moment not having insurance, I'm happy to take the risk of $70,000 for that year. Mm. You make a good point. Yeah, because no, because what it is, yeah. it's like, well, we'll take that risk. So if you take on risk yourself, that means yeah. if the event happened, you actually have to fund that event. And at the moment, you'd be funding it from debt or credit cards. Yeah. And that's the extreme scenario. So I guess everything in our life, our so basically after this conversation, if you don't want income ins- protection insurance, you need to go and uninsure your car because yeah. I want the same logic same in your logic. life. Yeah. <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> so what we'll do, I, and I guess I'll explain it another way. Our life has goals. Our life has bills. So if you're off work for three months, like uh, Daniel, Daniel, isn't it? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just because you're not working, does the landlord say, oh, you can't work, so don't pay rent? No. Does 
Did <laughs> energy bills say, oh, you can't work, so don't pay bills? No. Does Woolworth, so the world keeps turning. <laughs> yeah, does Woolworth say, oh, you can't work, so here, have free food? <laughs> I wish. No. Oh, uh, yeah. So I want you to go back and listen to the episode 141 mm-hmm. on insurance, right? Okay. And I will, I'll just step you through all the different types and I'll connect you if you want, just let mm-hmm. me know after this, yeah. um, with a colleague of mine who can do a little Skype call like this and just okay. explain some options. Um, because realistically, we just want to build the foundations. So the first foundations is cashed up and debt-free. So we're debt-free. We're almost cashed up with our emergency fund and we've got mm-hmm. a spending plan in place. Then the next foundation is the income insurance to make sure the money never stops. Yeah. Because once you've got that foundation, then you just build your life on it because yeah. we just have to do it. And you'll be thanking me doing it this way in about four years, you'll be thanking me. Yeah. Because you've done things slow and considered and in order. Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think so, it's about mindset as well. Though. Oh, like, and that's yeah, all it is. Like sure. we've all got our own weird logic Yeah. Um, and I'm not excluded from that. Um, I've got some weird logic on other stuff. It's just you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Uh, but we just want to make sure that if you guys couldn't work uh, either for three months, six months, a year or ever again, mm. we want to make sure that the money doesn't stop walking in. That's true. It does make sense to do it now as well where... Well, you're young, young you're fit, yeah. you're healthy. And realistically, you could even get an advisor to put most of the cost in your super for now with right. only a small portion outside. So at least, you know, we are insured, but our cash flow isn't taking the hit. But given that you can save $800 a week, I would say, would you sacrifice three weeks of your year just mm. making sure the money doesn't stop? Yeah. Surely. <laughs> so, okay, I've got one last thing All right. to ask you. Go. If you were going for, a, if, if a school down the road called you tomorrow yeah. and said, hey, Tegan, we want you to come in, we want to get a new deputy principal, we want someone that's new <laughs> and fresh ideas and blah, 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 and you said, yep, sweet, I'm keen, how much? And they say, okay, we've got two options. You can be the deputy principal and we'll pay you 100 grand a year or... You can be the deputy principal, exactly the same role, but the salary's ninety-seven grand a year. But if you couldn't work ever again due to any accident or health issues, we'll continue your salary until age sixty-five. Yeah, you take the second option. Yeah, every right. time. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to put it that way. It'd be really dumb not to not to do yeah. income insurance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I this thing isn't no, about that. It was, just, it was a question. And given that Daniel did break his leg. Yeah, I've um, seen it happen. <laughs> totally. We don't want that to be a, a curse if an accident happened again. No. Because that's the whole thing. Like we've spent all this time getting out of debt. We just want to make sure we don't have to run back into debt because the worst time to run back into debt is when the worst time is. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, for sure. So oh. I'll, I'll finish up with a question for you. Mm-hmm. Any tips or advice that you would give to anyone who's in debt at the moment or hasn't got any type of system or structure set up any one big thing that you've kind of learned throughout this process yeah um i think the biggest thing is you just actually have to make the choice that that's your goal because if you're not committed to it you're just going to hate it so it's because it's because it's not you don't get that instant gratification of oh i get to 
you know, buy this or go to this place. It's a very, if especially if you're in, had as much as what we did, it's a long process. So if you're not 100% in it and you have, don't make that choice, it's just not going to work. Like I always thought about it like I don't like doing things I'm not good at. Yeah. So like if you're not, if you're not, if you don't like doing it, you're not going to be good at doing it. So like you've got to be, it's got to be a motivation for you. Like you've got to have that behind you. Um, and if you're in a couple, you both have to be in, in it a hundred percent. Like it yeah. can't be, it can be driven by one person, but you both have to have the same idea. Like you have to both have to have the same drive, I guess, and the same goal and just find, I think like finding something like the spending plan where it kind of takes um, like the thinking out of it a lot. So like you can just set it up, see what you've got, and then it just works for you. Mm. Well, for me anyway, that's what I needed. Um, so I didn't have to physically do it every single week. Or And I think doing it weekly too is good because um, then you can see it go down, not faster because it's the same, but more frequently, I think. like the Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like I wanted to set it up so whether you paid weekly, fortnightly, monthly or whatever, I wanted to make sure when I'm out with the blow account, I know that I get paid every Thursday. Yeah, exactly. So it that just was a means, huge thing. Yeah. So, yeah. and what would you say to somebody for like, oh, $49 with the promo code? Like, I just don't know if I see the values at work. The, like, no. shut what? up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's kind of like, but why not? Like, it's just, it's like 50 bucks. You go out to breakfast, have breakfast and two coffees with you and your partner. Yeah. I guarantee it's over $40. So it's sure. like, it's just, we've all got a choice. We all do what we want to do. And, you know, if someone doesn't want to do it, awesome. That's amazing. Mm. If someone does want to do it, awesome. That's amazing. I just wanted to use yeah. this today to just, I've known you now for 30 minutes, yeah. um, but just find a real person out there who's actually benefited from it. Yeah, um, definitely. And, and it wasn't yeah. like, I'm not, I am not financially savvy. Like I don't know the jargon and all of that stuff. So it's not difficult to use. And I feel like that's what I was a little bit worried about at the beginning. Like being like, oh, am I going to even understand each mm. of these sections and whatever? Yeah. 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 It's not difficult at all. Super intuitive. So just Wait. give it a go, people. All right, Tegan, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. If you're after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want a financial advisor or mortgage broker to talk with about your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'll put you in touch with one of our trusted professionals. My Millennial Money supports A21. A21 is a non-profit organization that exists to abolish slavery everywhere. These guys rescue real people from human trafficking across the world. If you want to learn more about how you can contribute to the fight against human trafficking, check out a21.org forward slash au. Thanks to Jess Knaus, executive producer, Laura from La La Social Club, and me, Asha. Uh, anyway, make sure you stay connected via Instagram, our free Facebook group. For further information about what's going on, check out the links in the show notes. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.